Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Radio Radar. This is episode 63. My name is Anthony John Agnello, senior social editor, and we are back from the holiday break. It is the year 2017, and we are recording this mere hours after Nintendo revealed the Nintendo Switch lineup and all the details about the Nintendo Switch, and we have a great deal to say about it. Listen on. Ghetto Superstar, that is what you are. Coming from afar, reaching for the stars. <laughs> I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. I tried. Son of a bitch. I tried. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome. Welcome to 2017 Radio Radar. We are back. We are all the way live, and we are dreaming of a bomber man as conceived by Werner Herzog. Well... <laughs> some of us are more live than others, my friend. Yeah, some of us. I'm. I'm definitely. I am. He's only half dead. Uh, <laughs> I am only half alive. Miracle Max would would describe me as in a half alive. Too brave. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what Nintendo did during their Switch presentation oh, last yeah. night. But uh, we'll get I'm getting that. ahead of myself. Uh, my name is Anthony John Agnello. I am senior social editor at Games Radar. And with me today are some of Games Radar's uh, ghetto superstars. We have executive editor Susan Arndt. So, uh, let's see. It's Werner Herzog's Bomberman, Clive Barker's Animal Crossing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and what was Wes Anderson? <laughs> I think you just said Wes Anderson's uh, Bomberman as well, but I think well, yeah. Wes Anderson's Mario, I think, would be Now, how about, how about oh, Wes, Anderson's, Wes Anderson's Steep? <laughs> so it's just like... It's just, like, long shots of people, like, quietly looking at each other on the chairlift, and that's the entire game. Have, have you ever no seen skiing. any of David Lynch's student work, which is, like, a whole lot of just, like, disease and body horror? Oh, oh yeah, the I grandmother, would be really dude. good for uh, arms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree with yes. that. Or, uh, or yes. uh, David Cronenberg. Cronenberg, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for <laughs> little ukulele music as you're going down the hill and steep... Yeah. For some yeah. reason, the Kinks are playing, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, everything's a like a like a like a side angle shot too, right? Like, it, yeah, the mountain is a cardboard cutout. Yeah, the ma- it's like you see a full diagram from the side of the lodge while you listen to the kids are all right by the Who. Yes, that's the that's the entire thing. No, a a, uh, a ukulele <laughs> cover version. Yeah, a of, ukulele cover, like yeah. slow yeah, a ukulele, ukulele cover, cover version. Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. there we go. Yeah, got that actually uh, happened, by the way. <clears throat> that that guy who's got Wes Anderson's no- number is none other than Staff Roberts, Dave Boberts. Oh, uh, hi. I don't have anything funny to say right now. I'm very tired. No? You're, you're a tired man? You I, were up all night. I was up all, uh, up all night to pre-order Switches and up all morning to watch Switches. And, uh, yeah. I got it, though. I got Zelda... You got again. I got the uh, I got the switch with the neons because the I'm, ice- a mo- I'm a monster. The icy version. You got yeah. the icy version. The icy yeah. version. Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna make up games radar decals with the polar bear, like you were saying earlier, and we'll slap them on the back and it'll be great. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Have an icy. <laughs> uh, and finally, the the man who is also up all night. Uh, but in like the Gilbert Gottfried sense, uh, 
running running the Games Radar newsroom like a damn champion yeah, is man. Connor Sheridan. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, and I would like to thank Dave Staff Bobberts Bobberts for uh, pointing out the best buy link so I could also pre-order one of those horrid neon red and blue Nintendo Switches yeah. and not wake up very <laughs> sad in the morning. I, I'm basically like one step removed from Warrior 64. Like, Warrior 64 <clears throat> is like directly plugged into the Matrix and I he just is. get it's text true. alerts on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, sweet. Uh, they're get they're live. Go get up. them. Yeah. Uh, so. I I contend that Wario sixty four is secretly Jeff Keeley, or he's Jeff Keeley's soul that has escaped his body, and this is just what he does all day. Like his body is out there taking care of business for like the game awards and stuff, Wait, then who... but then his soul is just updating Twitter at all times. So who's getting hunting, the, who's taking the gifts of Shick Man? During yeah. the game awards, oh god, exactly. Oh, no, that's man. the thing. Oh. That's that, like Whoa. once you've achieved Doritos enlightenment, <laughs> you can like. It's like getting to it's out of body experience in, in Scientology. It's, it's yeah, exactly. Dead, you you know? Know? They're all aspects of Keeley. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Okay, look. Here's uh, the thing. Jeff Keeley is actually a very nice man, but oh, I'm awesome. not entirely convinced he's not animatronic. That's well. That's my. That's that's the thing. Because yeah. if you if you see him in a quiet moment, he is so ensconced in his phone. It's true that you th- that you think like, what could you possibly do- be doing? And he's checking in on his disembodied soul. I think to that's see true. how many yeah. deals it's been finding. <laughs> I feel like that's on accurate. like yeah. yeah 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 yeah. When I when I approach I when I approached Jeff with with this theory. His entire response was just the thoughtful emoji. That was it. <laughs> like the emoji that's like sitting there stroking its yeah. chin. That's yeah. all he would say. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you son of a bitch! You just you're enhancing my theory. Yeah. He's a uh, Susan, you also like, before we even get into the topic of today, which is the surprise Bandai announcement of Wonder Swan Two. Yeah. Uh, cannot <laughs> the return of folks. It's going to be portable... Naruto and Dragon Ball Z games. It's all you get. <laughs> it just, yeah, man. I mean, 2017 is the rebirth of the portable. You just uh, swap, before... snap it onto the side of the Switch, and you get your Wonderswan on. <laughs> but it, but the backlight on the Switch's LCD screen goes off. Yep. Like, you have to be in a bathroom. Can you believe we used to play portables that weren't backlit? Like, I remember oh, yeah. specifically, I had a light that would go over the top <clears throat> Yep. Of my Game Boy, mm-hmm. so I could freaking see half the time. Yep. Yep. And I was like, yeah, this is fine. This is good. I'm okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> with the crap and the this is a... glass. And... Yep. Yeah. True, true story. Uh, I, I was, uh, my girlfriend, my last year of college, actually got one of our biggest fights before we broke up was she was like, why are you in the bathroom all the time? You're always in the bathroom. And she was accusing me of like looking at pornography and i was like oh honey Look. you don't hide your porn you're like exactly what? it's yeah. it's right on my desk yeah it's right there you have a quiet figuring like come on that's right yeah it's right there i was like look the only place i can play Mega Man zero on my game boy advance is in the bathroom <laughs> under the direct overhead light you can't <laughs> You can't see the enemies unless yeah. you're in there. <laughs> it's, it's what Inafune intended, I think. And 
Yeah, I mean, well, the funny thing is, is you can only play Mighty Number no. Nine in the bathroom, but you have to be looking down into the toilet. Well, you're taking a Mighty Number no. Two. Oh, oh, that's terrible. I can't even be mad. I can't that's, even I be just, mad. I remember, like the I had to tilt when I was playing. I think it was. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. It was probably a Zelda of some ilk, and I had the way I had to lean and tilt into mm. my bed at bedside lamp. I. <laughs> Had an like I could not use my left arm the yeah. next day because I was just basically crushing all my nerves for hours. Uh, Susan, I royally messed up my neck to the point that like I actually had to go to a chiropractor when I was nineteen. I was nineteen years old. I shouldn't have needed to have like a bodily adjustment, but the the month that the Game Boy Advance came out. I just had it. I was working at a tennis club at the time, and every break I had, the only place I could play the Game Boy Advance, and especially uh, Castlevania Circle of the Moon, which if you've never played Castlevania Circle of the Moon, it is the darkest video game yes. <laughs> ever made. Yep. It's like black characters on a black background on a portable system with no backlight. <laughs> And so there was this uncomfortable couch in the back office, and you could, there was a lamp near it that was dim, but if you laid down on the couch just right with the lamp behind you, you could see Castlevania. And so I played 20 hours of Castlevania with my neck at like a right angle, (laughs) lying down on this couch to make it happen. Uh... Luckily, uh, it seems like the Switch is going to be a much more comfortable experience. Susan, you... Okay, Connor, you pre-ordered it Best Buy. Yep. Dave, did you pre-order it Best Buy? I pre-ordered it Best Buy, and I pre-ordered it Amazon, because <coughs> I know that like Best Buy has had some stock issues with the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. And... So... Like, the Amazon pre monster. Huh? So you're the monster that did two pre-orders. You... you you deny yeah but i'm not okay look i pre-ordered two but i'm not gonna flip it like oh yeah no 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 i'm gonna gonna cancel one of them. just gonna look at it yeah dave i did it i i did it too i pre-ordered two places are you gonna flip it are you gonna be that monster that don't worry about it oh my god don't worry about it i know i'm gonna switch into a copy of tales of no i'm gonna special edition I'm going to take a picture of my Switch pre-order and then put it on eBay being like, Switch pre-order in hand, and then just send them the piece of paper. Right. Do you remember when people did that? Like in a cartoon. Right. <laughs> Susan, where did you where did you secure yours? Target. Target. Yeah. Target, and it was just, it was just there. It yeah. was just ready to go. Yeah. In the regular, degular, non-icy... Yes, I got the non-icy version. I got the the will blend in with my dog version. (laughs) It's the Nintendo Dog special. It's the Nintendo Dog special. Yeah, because I was like, it's because when I was doing this, like Bridget, I have a for those who don't know, which is like five people, uh, I have a a little uh, doxy pin named Bridget, and she's very small. And I was looking at her this morning. I'm like, you're about the size of the portable Nintendo Switch. (laughs) <laughs> which if you buy the special edition of zelda breath of the wild you can get a carrying case yeah. for bridget yeah exactly <laughs> you, can get, you can get a carrying case for her uh i i also i uh if you can, if you guys haven't been able to pick up from the half aliveness i'm very sick so i was up all night in addition to covering the event and then at 4 a.m my infant daughter woke up crying 
which was perfect because I was like, oh, she's awake. I'll look and see if Amazon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I got one in. And so we're we're all aboard the Switch bus. Yeah, Amazon all... was, was sold out because yeah. monsters are doubling up. Yeah, uh, thanks for the email notification, by the way, Amazon. Really appreciate you right. coming through yeah. with that. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you got it at I, like 3 p.m. today. That right. is my, about, that is hey, my we guess. we had this. We had a thing. <laughs> Not anymore, though. Oh, hey, this went on sale, but like... They're gone now. Also, it's the, gone the now. Amazon pre-orders for that master, like that Master Sword edition of Zelda, went up and then disappeared within five minutes. Immediately, because, yeah. immediately. Yep. I don't want a goddamn tiny Master Sword. <laughs> no, yeah. not. I, stop I, it. Stop I don't. One hundred and twenty dollars want one. No. No. <laughs> oh, I, okay. Okay. All right. What if it's the same scale as the Metal Gear Solid Five hand? Mm. And you could. I, I yeah, so we can, yeah, so we can pull be... it out of the stone. Wow. Is with the cyborg hand. That's, uh, okay, that's, 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 that's a hundred. That's a $120 experience uh, right there. This is like Westworld. I yeah. did get... <laughs> I did get that special edition one that has the case, though, because it's like, yeah. hey, this is a, th- a thing that looks cool and I can actually use. So, like, I justified that. But, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not getting that sword. That's I'm just funny. freaking annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so let's. But before before you dive into your annoyance, Susan, because right. I think we should talk. We should lay out everybody. If you're listening to this on Monday, we're recording on Friday. It's just been. It hasn't even been twelve full hours since Nintendo had their big Nintendo Switch event, where they finally uh, gave extensive details about the console itself. That wasn't just the uh, commercial that they released with a bunch of models playing with it uh, back in October. And, like, models playing Skyrim, and then they were like, we don't know if Skyrim's going to be uh, on there. It's it's maybe. Maybe. For demonstration purposes. I, I have a legit question. <clears throat> yeah. Who the fuck wants to play Skyrim on Switch? I, I Who don't Who is this know. person? Now, okay, I grant you <clears throat> portable Skyrim hot to death. Yeah, sure. Sure. But... That would have been cool, like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I, I mean, there's. Who still wants there's... to play Skyrim? Who? There... Who? 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 <laughs> there's know. kind of People the the rub. It's still one of the most played games on Steam. I mean, yeah. you could chalk a lot of that up to mods, which obviously Switch won't have. But well, I mean, sure. Skyrim. But that's my still point. Weirdly, a thing. Yeah. No, 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 that's... no, 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 no. You're missing my point. Yeah. Who wants to play Skyrim? Who doesn't already have it? Yeah. Right. Or or doesn't have a PC or a PlayStation right. Four or an Xbox One that will support those mods Andy, easily. Andy, our own Andy Hardup, spent you know many years of his life playing Skyrim on 360 or whatever or PC or whatever. Uh, I don't know what he played it on before, but then you know he got the enhanced edition and played it all over again. So like mm-hmm. I could see people going like, oh, it's a Skyrim I can take on the go and just playing it again because their lives are empty. And uh, <laughs> they're looking for something to fill the hole in there. Yeah, because soul. two and a half hours of Skyrim, that's cool. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, well, a, oh, that's okay. a game you play in short bursts. Let, let's let's clarify that <laughs> like there. Two and a half so, hours is a short burst of <laughs> Skyrim. Connor, lay, will you lay out for us the, the technical specs about the Switch? What little that, we know, the, actually. The, yeah, what little we know. It's a Nintendo... <laughs> yeah. 
Nintendo announced a few things. They announced that the the Joy-Cons, the little controllers that detach from the screen, do some special things. They told us about the battery life, and they left some things out. So, um, can you walk us through? Uh, yeah, I can. I can do my best. Uh, so yeah, the actual Switch console itself has like I think a six point two inch multi-touch screen. Uh, and I think it was it, it was kind of a back and forth for a while about whether it'd be multi-touch because like none of the games we've seen look like they would benefit from it. But uh, these days, I guess having a screen that big, it would just be weird for it not to have multi-touch. Uh, it is Nintendo. It, yeah. It, yeah, that is exactly why I wasn't so sure. Um, uh, so yeah, screen's got multi-touch. Uh, it, apparently, it comes with 32 gigabytes of internal storage. Which we can't really get a feel for how useful that will be until we know how big Switch games will actually be. Um, we can assume that they're probably about the same size as a Wii U game, maybe a little bit bigger. So mm. if we're talking like maybe three or four games, like AAA games, no, Nintendo first party games. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let, then... Let's be real here. <laughs> Nintendo first. Party. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like if you if you are the kind of person that just went on your internal storage for uh, the Wii U, it was basically like you could have Fatal Frame Five and the updates for Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> right. X, not the game though. Yeah, and that would be your whole hard drive. But it does have expandable storage, and thank God they're just doing standard micro SD form factor, same yes. card that uh, New 3DS uses. Um, uh, Dave, you said something about it going up to 256. Gigabytes. I think, like, I just think that that's because um, I don't know. I don't how 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 big uh, capacity do micro SD cards get? I just I saw something on Twitter. Someone had mentioned that 200 or 200 gigabytes. Yeah, yeah, there are 256 uh, ones, but they're really expensive. For, yeah, for some yeah. reason, 200 is like way more affordable than 256. Yes, yeah, I don't know. The, the 200 gigabyte ones are about 60, 70 dollars. Yeah. Uh, and even those, so if you uh, have a new Nintendo 3DS, which also supports micro SD cards, Nintendo says they're like, don't put an SD card bigger than 32 gigabytes in here. <laughs> and they tap the side of their nose. Yeah, and uh, but it, you, I, I have a 64 gigabyte micro SD in my new 3DS, it works fine, and a lot of people say that they use 128 gig ones, and they work fine. So we can assume that, you know, the biggest micro SD card you can get, you can probably pop into your Nintendo Switch and it'll play nice, we yeah. assume. Yeah, probably, which is a, a nice change from Vita because there's a lot of com- uh, comparisons being drawn Duh. from Switch to Vita. Um, so yeah, that's the Switch console itself. And then they talked a whole lot about the, uh, the Joy-Cons, which aren't <laughs> just little pads <laughs> that you attach to the sides. The Joy-Cons... <laughs> That uh, Joy-Con will be uh, the Labor Day weekend in 2017. (laughs) Keynote speaker has not been addressed yet. It's people uh, who just really, really love bad Jennifer Lawrence movies all gathering in one place. Oh, my God. Welcome to Joy-Con. I will pitch a panel for that. You know what? At least we don't have to call it the Wii. You know? (laughs) I'll take Joy-Con. Yeah, but, like, I, you know, I, nobody is going to say... Nobody's ever going to say Joy-Con. They're going to say the, the Switch controller. Right? I am going to say Joy-Con all the time. <laughs> I'm the guy who capitalized the P in Wii U gamepad. You're, you're the guy who calls it the Xbox One, the all-in-one entertainment, entertainment system from Microsoft. <laughs> from Microsoft. Yes. <laughs> These so things the, have a proper title. 
I, it took me a while to parse this out because Nintendo, at, at, for as much as the event, the Switch event was all about like we're gonna give you all the details, it was vague as hell a lot of the time. So the two Joy Cons, do they they do different things? Yeah. Are they both the same? Yeah, they do actually. They do but, do different things. Well, obviously they have different buttons. <clears throat> different uh, buttons. Well, the one on the left has the capture button, which is like your PS4 share button, and then the one on the right has the actual home button. And then, you know, regular controller buttons. But more interestingly, the uh, right one has this weird, like, motion IR tracker, which you can mm-hmm. use to, like, track hand gestures. If you So you hold the you hold the Joy-Con, the Joy-Con, <laughs> in one hand, and then you hold your other hand out, like, uh, about a, roughly a foot away from it, and then it can tell if you're, you know, making a finger gun or if you're, like, moving it closer and further. So I'm sure there's plenty of great gameplay potential there that will be explored exactly twice. Um, <laughs> well, have you, have, you seen, have you seen the demo of 1-2 Switch, the Switch's equivalent of Nintendo Land and Wii Sports that's, like, a mini-game collection to demonstrate all these new things? Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a mini-game where you have to eat a sandwich... <laughs> and there's a guy holding the IR sensor in front of his mouth, making frantic biting movements with <laughs> okay, his face, all right, all right. eating the sandwich. Love- and I'm like, <laughs> like, why, why is this not WarioWare? Up exactly. Front? Thank yeah. you. Why? Thank why? Because if it's not a pack-in, like nobody's gonna buy that shit. Nobody's gonna. Be like, anyway, sorry to derail. I, I do want them to take a little. I, I, now, I'm, you mentioned that I'm so excited about a wire, wire game for Switch, but I do want them to take a little more time on it. I want yeah. them to get get a feel for it. Um, so, yeah, it's got that weirdo IR tracker thing. Uh, it's got uh, the HD rumble, which is supposed <laughs> to take it beyond just like, oh, there was an explosion, it's shaking, or like, oh, you took that turn really hard, your triggers are rumbling. And this is supposed to actually give you kind of like the sensation of you know actual objects moving around mm-hmm. in your hands it's supposed to that'll have that happen sure acuity sure. i've been reading on on twitter uh that some people are fairly impressed with it so far i have no idea how much it use it will actually get it does sound kind of neat you know you can tell the difference between one ice cube in your cup <laughs> two ice cubes in your cup three ice cubes and then they fill it with refreshing water I drink the water because it's not real. It's just rumble. Uh, do you uh, like when they were when they were practicing the blocking for that pre-canned video with the Nintendo producers? Do you think they brought in a representative from the Yamauchi family and just kept being like, "No, do it like Iwata would have done it. Do it again. Talk about the ice cubes again, stronger and with more intensity." Yeah. <laughs> Look directly at the camera. <laughs> gesture towards it. Bring everyone in and experience it with you. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of neat, I guess. Um, I think it has amiibo support. I think the one on the right does that. And mm-hmm. they have uh, they they showed during the commercial that you could slip them off, slip each joy joy con off, and uh, <laughs> use them independently, like a Wii Remote nunchuck, uh, well without the wire tether and. Now they're actually all going to come with little like slide-on attachable wrist strap thingies that also yeah. have bigger shoulder buttons. 
um so that's that's fun you know nintendo's <laughs> never gonna get over that whole wrist strap thing i guess they invested heavily in wrist straps <laughs> they got they, they cornered the wrist strap market and they need to exploit it for Listen, as much I'm, as I, I have two words for you just two words <laughs> two words wrist straps wrist straps yeah it's that, that famous scene from mike nichols the graduate when <laughs> the guy comes up to dustin hoffman and says wrist straps <laughs> <laughs> well, on the on Thanks the bright side, at least the joke, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least there's know no that reference. It's an old movie. <laughs> there's no condom though. There's no. no there's no there's not. Jo- not yet. There's no but Joy-Con condom. Joy-Con yet. Yeah, really. Joy condom. It's right there, I'm, man. It's the Joy Condom. Nintendo was probably too worried about that wordplay, but I'm sure we can expect, you know, Mad Cats and Nikon to step up to it. Nikon. Nikon. Sure. Yeah. Nikon. Not the Nico camera. Nikon will be on top. <laughs> the camera. You never know. <laughs> oh, one thing uh, that Vita does have over this: no cameras, no, no cameras yeah. on this guy. No cameras. No. Uh, did they, they didn't discuss a microphone, which would make this the first. Uh, the first. You've got to imagine that there's a speaker at least, right? There are for what? Yes. There are speakers, but no. N- nobody is going to be asking you to scream into your. Uh, into your Nintendo to Switch. To blow into it to do whatever. Yeah. Right. right. Especially if that whole uh, having to use the app for voice chat thing bears out, then I could definitely see them cutting the microphone for weight and yeah. cost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so that's, that's another thing that's worth bringing up, is as much as we know about the physical layout of the Switch at this point, we... <laughs> We don't know so much about its other features. They did discuss its online infrastructure in the same way that an old wizard sending you on a mystical quest would talk about the challenges ahead of you. Like, they... they, Well, yeah, it was, like, very vague. It was like... Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, they, they, so they were like, yes, there will be online features and an online network. It will be free, but not totally free forever. <laughs> you will face three challenges. The first challenge will be to talk to your friends using the Switch, but you cannot. But for first, you must download an app to your phone or tablet device. Like... <laughs> All of this is accurate and true. Uh, apparently, there Nintendo is going to join PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold in, oh. in the realm of online services where you have to pay for multiplayer, uh, but not at first. Apparently, <laughs> apparently you won't have to pay for anything until fall 2017. Which hopefully, like the release dates for the other Switch games, will just continue to get pushed back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there will be online chat, as Connor was saying, but uh, you apparently need to use... Did, have we figured out yet if you need to use the app? No, that is not clear. It is That is not clear. It is, it is clear that that is a thing you can do. It is right. not clear if that is a thing you must do. Yeah. Yeah, I was seeing uh, some cool stuff like um, the parental controls video, which sounds on its face like oh, it's like oh, boring. You just mm-hmm. but like it actually shows some of how the app sort of functions, 
and uh, like that you can basically use your phone and you can set up timers for your kids. And it's like, oh, if your kid, like, it'll send you notifications, like, hey, your kid is playing way too much Splatoon. Uh, he should stop because he's over his time limit. And you can just go into your menu and go, boop, suspend gameplay, and it turns off the game for him. So, uh, like, that sort of thing is cool, but if the only way that you can interact with your system is through an app, that's weird. Yeah, that's very, very yeah, weird. Yeah, that is, that is a good point. I hadn't really thought about, like, how much of the user interface that we'd normally associate with this, you know, stuff we futz around with after we hit the home button are they trying to, like, outsource here? Yeah, and it's mm. it's interesting because apparently there, there's actually a TV that does that. Vizio has a line of TVs where they basically... They offload a lot of the men, the every, basically everything other than the major, uh, like the volume and input uh, functionality from your TV. They offload it to this smart device that the TV comes with, huh. and it talks to the smart device by by like Wi-Fi or whatever. It's weird. What? Yeah. It's weird. Like, like it's a thousand dollar TV that comes with the with an Android, ta- like a fully functional a- Android tablet, and you That's like so you, weird. you go through like you act uh, Chromecast if you want to watch something on Chromecast or the the Netflix app. You you activate it on the smart device and it beams to your TV. Weird. Yeah, Super it's weird. weird. And it, I I wonder if that's just sort of how things are going. But I mean, yeah. but we know that Switch has a touchscreen. It's not like mm-hmm. it would be hard to do those things on the console itself. Yeah. Well, they have it. That's the other thing that they haven't really shown in a very public demonstration in the the uh, the the onstage thing last night and during the Treehouse event that's been running all day as we record this. They haven't shown the user interface mm-hmm. of of the Switch at all. We haven't seen. Uh, you know, if there's going to be a dramatic improvement in the uh, operating system, which was a huge problem for the Wii U when it launched. That's and I know that sounds like an odd thing to single out, but anybody who had a Wii U at launch will probably remember that it took about two solid minutes to go from, like, the core menu to a game before you updated it. Yeah. yeah uh, and none of the menus, like, talk to each other. You would change yeah. the screen size in one thing, but it wouldn't affect the screen size on the main. It was it was a mess. It was just a, a yeah. hodgepodge of apps and and garbage. Yeah. Uh, the real uh, question though is how many me's can it display at once? <laughs> <laughs> how many how many Reggie me's can tell you about the E3 press conference that is going on in 2014, even though it is now 2016? Play the game. There is a, dude. There he's is got a special green pants. <laughs> Uh, one thing we do know about the online service, and probably the only thing that we really know about the virtual console at this point, is that when you pay for the Nintendo online service, you will get, per month, one free, free, it's, it's part of your subscription, you get an NES or Super Nintendo game on the virtual console game, uh, and the Super Nintendo game will have online multiplayer added in. And now this is confirmed. Yep. After that month, screw you. you screw you. Wait, is it actually that game confirmed? is gone. Yes, it yes, is confirmed. confirmed. They have confirmed it. It's called yeah. the fuck you pay me what? system. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, sweetie, did you really think they were going to let you play games for free forever? Nintendo. But it's not Honey. for you paid for it. 
Oh, <laughs> you're paying them Lord. money. <laughs> yeah. But you're yeah. not paying them quite enough money. Nin darling. <laughs> Nintendo, in their endless quest to never join the 21st century <laughs> in digital media, has decided to bring rentals back because to Nintendo fans are suckers. Because and Nintendo y'all will buy Super Mario Three again, and mm -hmm. they know yeah. it, and, and you know, know it, it yeah. and they know it, and they're gonna get more money out of you again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, shortly before shortly before Satoru Iwata died, he talked publicly about how the NX was going to reapproach classic games, and this was because you know right before he died, that was when they announced their partnership with DNA and that they were going to be doing these mobile games, but Mitomo and all that stuff wasn't out yet. And he actually said, like, we're reassessing how we're going to be giving people classic games because we don't know if we can just continue charging five dollars per NES game anymore. However, they did just prove they can make everybody pay $60 for 30 NES games that range from good to kind of crap. Yep. Uh, all okay, in one but, package. Okay, but, 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 in, in fairness, you're also paying for a lot of convenience. You, it's true. You it's plug true. it in, you play it, you unplug it, you stick it in your closet. <coughs> I mean, it's, you are, you are paying for the uh, platform. Yes. Yeah, more than the games. It's, a, it's an adorable little conversation piece. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. more yes. fun than just having yeah. 30 games on your Wii U. Yeah. And so I don't, it, I don't it, think that, yeah. There's a greater value there than, say, paying a monthly subscription fee or an annual subscription fee for rental games that are taken away from you after 30 days and you don't get any access. And to it's just anymore. one. Yeah, it's just a game. Yeah. A game. And, okay, here, here's something I do not know. Do you get to choose, or is it here's the game of the month? Yeah, they, it's the from yeah. from what they have said, it's that there will be a a Nintendo game per month. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah, and so I, I, SNES is all I think they said. Yeah, I just I so. like my my mind is blown right now because the, like it's just it's you you think like oh no this is gonna be the thing like Nintendo's they're finally realizing that the rest of the world exists. And they've got this figured out, and then they pull this move, and it's like, no, no, they're just, they're doing their thing, and, uh, fuck you for thinking otherwise, I guess. I, like, I, I yeah. get taking it away if you're not a subscriber. Like, oh, that, sure, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But, to just say, yeah. no, you can't play that game anymore, because sorry, like, why even bother? So, so I mean, other than to, all... to give you like basically to give you a free hit and then force you to pay up later. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. The, the... You get like a discount on it. Maybe I believe. Well, the part of the online subscription says that that you will get exclusive discounts, and I'm 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 guessing that's similar to something like PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold, where you get like yeah. a d deeper discount on sales and stuff. The counter argument and this will be true for a whole lot of people, is that you get to play a game for a month, and at at best, then, you know, you've had your time with that game. And you, mm -hmm. you play it, and you go, oh, that was fun, and you don't feel compelled to, to play it again, and, and you feel like you've gotten something, and that's great. And at worst, it's a demo mm. that lets you find out, like, hey, is the online play, because they're adding online play to the Super Nintendo games, is it is it worthwhile? Does it add to it? Is this game as fun as I remember? Is this something I would want to buy? And that's really good. That's great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and conceptually, conceptually, that's really great. Yeah. But, I mean, jury's out how they will continue to support that service. Yeah. Correct. Be and because 
yeah, Nintendo does this. Nintendo announces these uh, virtual console initiatives, <laughs> and then they just we vanish. Are, we are bringing Wii games to the Wii U. Here are yeah. three games. Here are three. Uh, or, or well, I mean, Ninten- it's not a lie. They did. It's not. Or, yeah. Or, or Nintendo 3DS. Well, one of the exciting things we're doing with the Nintendo 3DS is the 3D Classics line, where we take NES games and make them 3D. We did four of them, and then they vanished. Yeah. Forever. Well, I think they, they so, admitted that, like, that was, the, it was much harder than they realized when they said sure. that. Right. But right. to put, to say, like, hey, we're, we're bringing these games to a platform, bringing three, and then disappearing for six months... Right. It's a little right. different. I I don't know. I think I think price is going to matter for something yeah. like this, especially because Nintendo's online. They don't have the best track record. Uh, yeah. Well, no. yeah. well Dave, it's, so how how much is the system itself and its various accessories? Okay. So we don't know what the online service will cost. No, that's, in, that's a mystery. We know what the machine will cost. So the system itself is three hundred dollars US. I think two hundred and eighty British pounds. Does that it seems to be the estimate so far. Um, yeah. I can't remember. If, yeah, the EU is that. various. The, yeah. The, that's, yeah. And um, like $300, uh, $300 is definitely more than a lot of analysts and a lot of people were expecting. I think a lot of people were expecting like 250 uh, And 300 is at least like, you know, it's not 350 for the Wii U. And though the way that the ar- architecture of the Switch is built, like because it's based off a of mobile ar- architecture, they could probably drop the price on that much more easily than you know having to eat the cost of a friggin' custom gamepad screen. But uh, the accessories, the pro controller, is seventy dollars. <laughs> the a, a single Joy-Con, L or R, is fifty dollars. A pair of Joy-Cons is $80. And um, if you happen to have a family and want multiple docks for different televisions, you know, in case there's, yeah. like, a kid's playroom and you want another dock so that they don't have to use the one in the living room or move it, that'll be $90. $90. And the charging cradle is... So the the <laughs> holder that the... It comes with a cradle... <clears throat> For your Joy-Con, so when you're not using the tablet itself, you can plug them in and play on the TV. But it's not a charging cradle. It just basically holds the controllers, and I, I think you might be able to charge them with USB, but I'm not sure. Like, don't quote me on that. But, yeah, and, like, that's what it comes with. But if you want a, a dock like that that will charge your Joy-Cons for you because they have internal batteries, that is $30, I believe. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Okay. Yes. I just want to be able to play this thing on my TV. I yes. don't need a different. Can I not charge these suckers in the, the in the, the dock? The thing, the if you have it in the Switch itself, if you have your Joy Cons in the Switch, yeah. the Switch will charge your controllers. It yes. will do that. Okay, but don't but it has to be in there. But don't the controllers have to be on the dog? Yeah. To play. If you're if it's on the TV, yes. Yeah. Oh motherfucker! Jesus. No, uh-huh. no, you you can use the controllers without putting them in the. But they won't. But the, in the right, like, the controller w- dock, you, like you can use them like a Wii remote or because oh, that no, that was. I like, know, I understand but they won't that. charge. Yeah, they won't. Right, yeah. they won't yeah. charge. Yeah, okay. they won't charge. Okay. Because yeah, the Joy-Con so, okay, so, grip that so, it comes with is just it's just a plastic shell. 
Okay, yeah. so what you're telling me, and I'm referring to the grip as the dog, because you, when you put the controllers on it, it looks like a freaking dog. Yes, it, it looks does. like a puppy. It's a little doggy. Okay, so it's on my TV. It's sitting in, in the, the dock. So when I'm done playing, i got to take them off the dog and stick them on the dock. Unless you have a charging grip, yes. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. So that, Susan, is, I think, a perfect moment to bring us back to your annoyance. Oh, God, I'm <laughs> before, so annoyed. Before we talk about the games, before we go into what you'll actually be playing on this thing besides a Zelda, you're pretty annoyed. I'm... And... <sighs> <laughs> this is such bullshit. Okay, first of all, I want to make it clear. I pre-ordered a... Sw- okay, no, I want to make several things clear. Okay. First, I think the Switch looks like a very well-made console. Yeah. Uh, and I think that the games that will eventually be out for it look great. Like, Mario Odyssey <laughs> looks freaking amazing, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to play it. And Breath of the Wild, we already know, looks fantastic. Great, cool, fine. But I want to make it clear that if it were not for my job, mm-hmm. if it were not for the obligation I feel to... <laughs> understand Zelda when it comes out so that we can create content for the audience, which is you lovely people. There's no way in God's green earth I would have pre-ordered one of these fuckers. And here's why. (laughs) I should not have to fight for the privilege to give Nintendo money. Yes. It should not be difficult for me to say, oh, well, that looks like fun and I would like to play it and go get the fucking thing I want to play. That should not, it sh- I should not have had to go to four different online vendors mm. before being able to order this motherfucker. Oh, and by the way, had to go to two different ones just to get the fucking Zelda to go with the goddamn thing yeah. and be able to play it the day it comes out. That's bullshit. You know what that is? That is Nintendo going, hee-hee, we're going to scare you into buying this thing because we want all your money right now. We don't want you to do the sensible thing, which is sit back and wait until there are several excellent games that are available for this. So you can pick up Splatoon 2 and Zelda mm-hmm. and Mario Odyssey all at the same time and have a, feel really, really satisfied with your $300 console purchase because $300, by the way, is not an insignificant amount of money. No, no, no. no. And and that that dollar amount is a, a significant hurdle for Nintendo. It's been interesting to watch. There, there is a palpable excitement around the Switch in a way that there hasn't been around a Nintendo console in 10 years. It's been since the Wii that... Like, not just us, and not just, like, gaming nerds Are and, you and sure hobbies. it's not yeah. just us? Yeah, no. Uh, yes, like yeah, the, no, Susan, at midnight Two million last views night, in a weekend for that <coughs> okay. three-minute okay. reveal. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact, the fact that GameStop is going around putting up flyers on their windows that's like, we're only getting this many, please stop asking us. Which uh, is, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you. you, Nintendo. I am sick of this artificial scarcity bullshit. You've got people who are going out of their way and lining up at midnight and, and buying a console that they won't have anything to play on because they're betting so, they're go- that stuff will come out. Or they line they up to buy it because yeah. they know that there's going to be no stock and they sell it on eBay for... Oh, those people will burn, they will burn in the fires of hell, uh, Susan, and I have confidence in that. I, I will say this. I, I, don't, I don't know this for sure. But I am convinced that it is not a a strategy of creating scarcity to drive excitement 
around a thing so that there's demand for it when there is a supply pipeline. Nintendo just has a history of being wildly incompetent when it comes to manufacturing since they're so, as a publicly traded company, so obsessed with the notion of maintaining profitability in true. all of the products they manufacture. Okay, that's the, true, but I think it's funny because you're being kind by assuming they're incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's that's Well, no, better... no, I, I'm saying that they're cheap. I'm saying, like, it's... <laughs> it, it, it's it is they, a, they a make philosophy... They conservative estimates for the demand of their products. And, and that that is in place since they got into video games. The only reason Donkey Kong, the game, exists is that Hiroshi Yamaachi, when he started the video game division, bought a shitload of all of these arcade boards and they took a goddamn bath on them because nobody wanted to play any of the games they'd made at the end of the 70s. And so they were like, oh man, we spent all of this 70s money on these arcade boards. <laughs> Please make that kid we just hired who designs toys and baby closets and art to do something with it. And that's why we have Donkey Kong. They've been reticent to put money up front on any physical product that they would lose since. That's why there were cartridge shortages in the mid-80s. You know, people wanted to buy Castlevania and Zelda 2 and all these big early U.S. hits for the NES, but they couldn't get them because Nintendo couldn't make these goddamn things fast enough and because they insisted on not hiring any other manufacturing partner to make these things because it would cost them just a little bit more money, they were like, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to keep our little pipeline exactly as it is. And you see this all the way up until today. Look at the Amiibo. You know, there was the first line of Amiibo, like the, the Animal Crossing Villager and the Wii Fit Trainer. Like a month after they came out, you had to pay about $150 for the goddamn things because they made so few of them. <laughs> right. You remember the... Dave, you fought in the Amiibo Wars. I fought in the front lines. He did. He was on the front line of the Amiibo Wars. It's true. Waiting for your Ness. And then... By the time that, you know, the Amiibo craze had finally settled and they re-released all of these little Amiibo figures and nobody wanted them anymore, the quality actually dropped. If you look at the later releases of things like the Animal Crossing Amiibo and the Wii Fit Trainer, the paint is not as nice, the plastic isn't as nice. They really? actually Oh yeah, they actually buckled. So it's cheapness and incompetence and a failure to recognize what it actually takes to release a consumer product in an effective way in the modern age. Uh, the same thing happened with the Nintendo Wii. By the time that they finally started to get more of them on shelves, quality ended up dropping. You would see uh, the little hinges that they had for the, uh, the GameCube controller ports and the GameCube memory card ports would snap off easier than launch versions. This is just... They're just okay, bad okay, at but, this. But, They're but, but. shit at this. In, in their defense with the Wii... They could not possibly have anticipated the demand for that console. You're, you're that absolutely a, right. That was a freak of nature, lightning in a bottle situation. So I don't, I don't begrudge them wee scarcity. Like all the and normals it took, came and it out took of the them, woodwork, and they're like, "I gotta play bowling." And, and it took them you know, two years to catch thing. up. Took them two years to catch up to a point where it's like you could just walk into a store. Mm -hmm. And even then, like you know, it came out in 2006. By 2008, when like Mario Kart Wii and Wii Fit came out. And that was May of 2008. You still couldn't just, like, 
casually walk into a Best Buy and get one. They were out there, but I, all I'm saying is I don't think that there is a, a genuinely sinister practice. There's no conspiracy. Yeah. I, I think of... it's also worth noting that like our, our comparison points here are Microsoft and Sony, right? Right. Uh, you know that because compared to the pre-order situation for PS4 and Xbox One, I, I actually didn't pre-order either of those, but I, I'm guessing <laughs> from what I remember that this was way more of a shit show. Way more. Um, you know, no no announcements. It just happens, and then by the time the re- the real world is woken up. They're all gone. But Microsoft and Sony are both also selling way more than just video game hardware. They're selling new stuff all the time. They're in the Mm -hmm. pipeline. They're making adjustments. They Mm -hmm. know what demand is and where. They know how to get things where they need to be. And yes, Nintendo has been doing that for years as well. But they have a major product launch every three or four years. Sony and Microsoft are doing this on a monthly basis. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. So... I all I, I, Connor, yeah, absolutely. Microsoft and Sony are the touchstones to look to, and Apple too. Like Apple just oh fuck Apple, fuck Apple. But they <laughs> they know how to be like, here's the new thing, and then churn it out. It's true. And, and, it's true. And so I I I think Susan, all of the reasons that you're annoyed are completely valid. I just think that Nintendo isn't. Like, Nintendo isn't sitting there on the other side being like, ha ha, we're going to make them want it so bad for a year mm. and it will equal money. I mm. think that Nintendo's sitting there being like, well, shareholders are still pissed. Uh, mm. <laughs> how many okay. should we make? They're still bit. telling us to make phone games, you guys. <laughs> Look, here, okay, 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 okay. I think that's very kind of you. You might be, one of us is right, okay? What? I don't know which one it is. It could be you. I, I fully admit it could just be them your shareholder point is very very well taken but here's here's why i'm really fucking irritated okay first of all i am sick of you Nint- listen listen nintendo horrors i'm talking to you stop it okay this is partly your fault because anything nintendo does you're just like yes please please give it to me whatever nintendo i love you because i played you when i was six stop it be a more discerning consumer, okay? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. I'm not telling you to not love their shit if their shit is good. I'm just saying, just because you loved them when you were six doesn't mean you still have to, okay? Great, cool. I, lo- I look forward to our comments section when we give Breath of the Wild a 4.5 instead of a 5. Oh, five. for God's sake. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Ugh, God. Okay, the other thing I want to say, and this is why I'm annoyed that I am getting this thing now as opposed to waiting, which is what I would prefer to do, Unlike the PS4 and the Xbox One and games on those systems, you can pick up a Nintendo major release like the new Mario, like uh, uh, the Zelda, like Splatoon 2, a year or more after its release, and you will your enjoyment of that game will not mm. be diminished at all <clears throat> versus the person who got it at launch. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like that's true for PS4 and Xbox One major oh, no. releases. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Susan, are you saying that people who play Knack for the first time today aren't enjoying it as much as they did when their PlayStation 4 was brand new? Oh, no, I feel like they're enjoying it just, just as much <laughs> as people who had it at launch. Like, but, like, what? you know, I feel like uh, pl- even playing something like Uncharted 4 a year mm. after it comes out, unless they do something to it, right? Yeah. Like, getting for people who played Rise of the Tomb Raider when it came out, uh, with the in the updated version on on PS4, 
it had been enhanced. It was an enhanced version of that same game. So they had given you something else. Just playing the exact same version of Rise of the Tomb Raider a year later, you're not enjoying it as much. It mm. feels a little stale. Doesn't it, It's still an excellent game, but it just feel, it's, it's lost a little bit of that shine. I don't feel like Nintendo games do that. You could pick up uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker and <clears throat> Super Mario 3D World today and a Wii U. And they would they would rock your world as much as they would have had you bought them on on launch day. And and you'd still be finding people who are only just playing them for the yes, first time. Yes, absolutely true. Like yeah. there's there the conversation uh, with your friends who play video games that doesn't die. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, yeah, I I mean, I I see what you mean, Susan. Uh, especially when you look at the 2017 lineup that Nintendo has proposed for uh, the Switch, it really doesn't look that different from any of the years that we've seen for the, the Nintendo Wii U. Like, you know, there there are a few big highlights. Yep. Uh, and I, 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 if Xenoblade 2 comes out in 2017, I will eat a hat made out of butts. Somebody can make me a hat, <laughs> make make it out of butts, and I will eat it. Because there's no goddamn way that game is coming out this year. Not in a million freaking years is that happening. Uh, I like how you say that. Like, not you just you don't you don't have any idea of what the developer's slate was like before this. You don't you know you don't know what their pipeline is like at this point. You just look at a game called Xenoblade Chronicles Two, and you're like, that shit is not coming out this year. Oh yeah, okay. Let let me lay this one out here. So here the go. very first trailer that we ever saw for the original Xenoblade was in January of two thousand seven. No, coming, it was not. Yes, it was. Whoa! Coming to Wii. Coming to Wii oh in 2007 God. is Xenoblade. And that shit didn't come out in the United States until 20-freaking-12. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles X, part of the sizzle reel reveal for the Wii U. There sure was. In freaking 2011. <laughs> Doesn't come out until 2015 model it soft is shit at making games <laughs> they're bad at it that oh, game will not that game will come out when nintendo announces their departure from the console space yeah that's they what i was saying last night i was like yeah xenoblade chronicles 2 will be out the year before the next nintendo system comes out yeah that's when that game yeah. comes out never uh, uh. So, so there there are there are some highlights but like the other ones are like ports of games that yeah. like nobody wants. Nobody nobody is like sitting there, no passionate fourteen year old with their nostalgia for Just Dance twenty ten <laughs> is like, oh shit, just dance twenty seventeen. Okay, okay. I don't disagree. But there are a whole lot of people out there with like six and seven and eight year olds mm -hmm. who will be ecstatic to have that kind of stuff. But who can buy a cheaper machine with the same game on it that's more readily available. Like, yes. you'll be able to, yeah, you'll be able to go out and, you know, if you want, even one with like a camera, you know, you can go get an Xbox One uh, and a Kinect and, and be playing Just Dance I mean, for, for less than you're going to pay for 
uh, a switch and extra controllers. Okay, wait. That's the, oh, and extra controllers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had me there. I was like, wait a minute. Right. But, right. But Nintendo also has this this <clears throat> reputation of being a family friendly console, whereas like Sony yeah. and Xbox don't. Yeah. Uh, if I had a if I had a six year old girl. I'm not getting her on an Xbox One, kids. Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. No. Yeah. Nope. Uh, it's a well-deserved reputation. I mean, look look at the parental controls. <coughs> That's legit. Yeah. 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 And yeah. they're the like they're they're the only like other than like Lego Dimensions and Skylanders and maybe a couple of other things. Nintendo's the only company that's reliably making family-friendly entertainment. And that means yeah. But here here's a that means a lot. That means a lot. But I do have a question. If you have a Wii U already, other than it being the new hotness, is there a compelling family reason to get a Switch right this second? And I, I just don't think... The answer is A, no. Yeah, and no. B, I, I think, like, honestly, PlayStation 4 has cut into that family market so dramatically. I mean, just don't, like, look no further than Wii U sales. Like, Wii U, when it went out of production last fall, barely broke $13.5 million. That is 10 million fewer consoles than even the GameCube. It is only a few million more than the freaking Sega Saturn. Like, ooh, yeah, dude. People, like, the family market that once was Nintendo's bread and butter, they look at the Nintendo 3DS. They look at the Nintendo 2DS. They look at their tablets. They look at their tablets. Mm -hmm. And the Switch is so expensive comparatively. It is. Yeah. It is wildly expensive, and the value proposition just isn't there. Time was. You could look at a Nintendo Wii and Mario Kart and Wii Fit and Wii Sports and Just Dance, and that's it. You're going to put down $350 total, have a couple of controllers, and your kids are going to have a blast for at least two years. But now you're talking about a $400 investment for controllers and the console if you can find it, and that's even before you start talking about games. When, you know, you could just go buy a PlayStation and have something that's comparable right away. And a lot of the same games. Like, why is the family with 2.5 kids going to buy a Switch when they for FIFA and Skylanders and Just Dance when they can go elsewhere for it? Well, you know? because, because I will tell you why. Because Mario, because Platoon, because <clears throat> right. be, because Kirby, because it, the the thing about Nintendo being family friendly, it's not just guaranteed that it's family friendly; it's also really good. Yeah, like yeah. It's high quality. You, it's it's very high quality, and that is not something you can say uh, across the board. The only the one thing that 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 something like a PS4 does have going for it is it has a lot of other things that it can offer like Mm -hmm. you know lots of video opportunities you can watch twitch on there it's got all that ecosystem going for it which is very very nice i would and and uh listeners with who are in family situations i would really really love to get your insight on what drives your purchases what you know what the gaming environment is in is like in your house because i to, to be p- perfectly fair, I don't have children, and I'm not in a, in a situation where I have to stop gaming because my partner wants to use the TV. Right. So a lot of, a lot of what would be driving buying decisions for people just doesn't apply to me. So I would really, really love to hear from our listeners who are in a family situation uh, to hear their thoughts about the Switch. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, please please get in touch with us. Drop us a line over Twitter uh, at GamesRadar, or we'll also have all of our handles in the show notes if you wanna want to hassle us personally. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, all of these issues aside. Uh, there are other games that are like the the diehard Nintendo fan games in the lineup. Uh, we mentioned that we're all excited about Zelda. We all are buying this thing so that we can get in on Zelda as soon as possible. On, on which is uh, funny uh, because it's also coming out for Wii U. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> we're, let's we're just say we eventually. Is it is it, it going to be called Zelda time. Breath? It's, it's, it's yeah. not. They, it's they, not. It's currently so. slated for March thirty first. So Amazon Maybe. says that. Amazon says that. Nintendo says it'll be there on launch. Yeah, because <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. They said, and they haven't like gone back on it yet that I know of that it was going to be simultaneous mm-hmm. on both. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Will Will it be called Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch and Zelda Wii's of the Wild oh. on Wii U? Because mm. you can just hear that frame rate chugging. Oh. <laughs> that's not. That's not good. I feel really bad about that one. Um, so in addition to that, we 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 saw at least one other game that I think everybody here is like, that's reason to buy this, Arms. and it's Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> It's arms. It's arms. It's David dude. Lynch's arms. <laughs> it's the milking game in one two switch. <laughs> Man, one uh, two switch looks like dumb fun. I don't know. Yes, it does. It, I, it does. It's not a system seller, but man, I'm gonna play that. It should have been a pack in. Sure it should have been a pack in. Should have been a pack in. Yeah, yeah it should have been a pack in. But like seeing like Nintendo make Johann Sebastian Joust is kind of cool. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. Mario. Did any of you guys play uh, a a Wii U exclusive called Spin the Bottle by Napnot Games? No. no, no, yeah, it was. It is one two switch. It is. It is literally one two switch. You know, you you sit there with the gamepad out, and you get instructions on the TV, and then multiple people do things on the gamepad or with Wii controllers. It is. It is that, but done cleaner. Uh, hmm. So it's inter- it's interesting to see N- Nintendo taking some lessons from you know the few other studios that actually produced Wii U exclusives. Uh, <clears throat> they also produced another Wii U exclusive called Affordable Space Adventures that is amazing. If anybody has never played that, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Susan, you and I talked just before we got on the record the podcast. We were like, I, if that was it, if they were just like, there are no other games for the Nintendo Switch. Where it's going to be a one-game console, and it was Super Mario Odyssey. We were both like, "Yeah, I'd buy that." I'd, yeah, me. I'd, yeah, completely. I'd, yeah, it I'd, looks I'd... wonderful and whimsical and fresh. Like this mm. is when we were talking about Mario games uh, on a previous podcast, and you were we, when we were talking about Super Mario Run. You said you wanted the innovation and freshness that there new iterations bring, and this looks like it's going to have that. And um, I'm into it. I don't. Okay, let's all just admit right now that the hat talking to you is gonna want to make us want to kill people, yes. right? Okay, that's fine. Hey, it's listen. Like the new Navi. <clears throat> hey, hey, listen. Um, a hat, like, what is it with can, them with talking hats? I mean, can you make it sound like Werner Herzog? Can you? Make, oh my God! Could you download like voice packs? Here we are once can again we? in the big city, Mario. Watching <laughs> these plebeians go about their daily lives in the Iron Canyon. Wondering, why do their hats not speak to them? What secrets does the red thread have for your sweaty Italian brow? I... All right. 
Can we can we get the Bastion narrator? Do you think? Oh my God, that would be awesome. I feel like he could. We could use him. The kid passed the man. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Stephen Fry. Get Stephen Fry, who who narrates Little Big Planet. Yeah, Little Big Planet. Get him to do it. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yep. But yeah, I mean, this the, Mario will be a system seller, and rightfully so. It looks amazing. So, can we talk about the elephant in the room? Which is that is Mario, is Mario a person? <laughs> because there are oh, people yeah, in that game <clears throat> that look if like Mario people. Mario was a person. That would mean every time that you made him jump off a cliff, you were killing someone. Mm. Oh my god! Think about oh that. Also, god. wait a minute. Hold on. If he's a person, then like you can kill things by sitting on them. Mm. <laughs> and I'm but no I'm actually. A... Chew on this. Chew on this. Okay. Uh, what if in a New Donk City? <laughs> they just have uh, super mushrooms or power mushrooms, whatever they're called, like oh, just into the water. Yeah, so everybody's so big all the time. The fluoridization yeah, so of America. So if Mario jumped on one of them, they would shrink down to his size. It's flor- We're through the looking wait, glass wait, wait, here, man. Wait, wait, wait. As he goes through the city, all those real people he sees—they're just in his imagination. Oh yeah. Or what, what if the hat is like uh, like they live glasses? <laughs> Like he puts it on and he sees the flames consume all over the walls. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not actually called New Dog City. Take the mushrooms so he can blend in socially. Otherwise, so so it's we happy few. The Mario years. Oh man. So I I many years ago when I was playing Super Mario Galaxy for the first time. uh, Told a friend of mine that the reason that it had such a somber sort of melancholy atmosphere was that Super Mario Galaxy marked the moment where, like, Super Mario broke as a human being. Where, like, he'd been gone from Brooklyn for so long seeing such horrific things. Like, man, I had to do turn-based battles with a little wooden doll. I had to kill a dinosaur over and over and over again. I just want to go home. Just let me go home. Dude, okay. We need no. to talk about you finding a game in which you can put on a bee costume and fly uh-huh. to be somber and melancholy. Well, <laughs> don't they, Rosalina reads all these stories. It's just like, and then the stars were left alone forever in the cosmos without their parents. And everyone wondered, would I ever find a home? It's, 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 it's pretty... It, it can get a pretty dour wah, wah. sometimes. Like, hey, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the end of that is like I just love that like picturing Super Mario Odyssey as the actual Odyssey and he's oh. Odysseus and he's finally returning home and it's just like now he's a warped cartoon freak and it's just like all these normal His people. His wife is trying to keep a bunch of suitors at bay. <laughs> he has to string dog. a bow. Yeah. <laughs> Old Yoshi just lifts his head up and remembers him and dies. <laughs> Yeah. Mario exactly. Armando Sante. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. I I yeah, yeah. I jokes aside, I think Super Mario Odyssey just looks freaking incredible. It's, it, it's like, it looks like everything that I, I think that like I've wanted in a Mario for a while and I think a lot of other people. Like as good as Super Mario 3D World was, it didn't f- scratch that big open sprawling Mario adventure itch that games like Sunshine and Super Mario 64 did. Or even yeah. Galaxy. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. And 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 like it's it's so it's not for as weird as New Donk City is. <laughs> uh, it's as weird as New Donk City and all its like 1930s uh, musical pedestrians are. Like it's still not as weird as Super Mario Sunshine. It's almost like Super Mario Sunshine is a game I love, but it is almost distractingly bizarre. Like all right. the Delfino yeah! Island people, like I love it. But I like I look at this and like I'm like this is what I've wanted since Super Mario 64. Yeah. Because Super Mario 64 those levels, you know, we remember them as being really huge, but they really weren't. They were very small, you know, that when you would go into a painting, there were a lot of different challenges, but they were very contained and this feels as big as Mario 64 did in my head. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. New Is there anything else? Starring New... Wesley Snipes and <laughs> Mario Van New... Peebles. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dave, will you please Photoshop Mario Van Peebles in that hat with the eyes? <laughs> we got to get we gotta get that pronto. We need to get that up. <laughs> uh, we need to be that image for the <clears throat> Are there are were there any other games announced last night? Like actual games. I'm not counting like Suda Fifty One <laughs> being like I'm I might make a new No More Heroes. I don't know. Baby, the translator just be like, hey. uh. <laughs> To be fair, he might have said like, okay, we're doing this, 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 and this, and the translator was just like, ah, I got nothing, man. I think Travis is coming back. <laughs> Guys, I just uh, said Japanese one hundred and one. They threw me up here. I have no idea. Uh. Yeah, Susan, means. you're you're ready for SMT five. Oh, what yeah. looks mm-hmm. to be yep. SMT five? Yep, portable. And oh, now see that is one. <clears throat> I will just I will take it out of the dock and I will bring it with me around the house. I'm like making a sandwich. I'm playing SMT. Yes. Yes. Do we know? I'm, is it I'm just driving to the store? Ju- I got my no 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 don't 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 switch and drive. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> don't Joy-Con behind the wheel, uh, unless it is a Joy-Con wheel holder. It, do we know if that is Shin Megami Tensei Five? What they said it was the 25th anniversary of the series, and that showed the logos for one through four, right? So, like, if it's not five, then like yeah. I don't know what it would be. It would have to, like, and maybe it it's a compilation of one yeah. through four, which honestly would be it fine with be. me. I would yeah. love that in Unreal Engine Four. That would be super badass. Yeah. If, if I could yep. play a version of Nocturne that didn't have load times that lasted oh 95 my years. Oh god, I... that would be incredible. <clears throat> On board. Dante wow. better still be in it, though. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. People forget. Freaking Devil May Cry crossed over into Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, they're so weird about naming for that series. Yeah. Because uh, Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey for Nintendo DS, the development team, like, the old-school guys were always like, yeah, like, this is SMT4. Strange Journey is SMT4. And then, a few years later, they were like, yeah, we're just gonna make SMT4. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Very confusing people. Oh, so uh, the Yakuza guy that, uh... got on stage to t- say that he was gonna make something? Mm-hmm. Uh... Well, Dave, do you remember what Toshiro Nagoshi's last series was before he created Yakuza? Binary domain. No, no. Uh, what, Binary what domain it? came after that. Okay. So it was Bass Pro Fishing. Super Monkey Ball, dog. That oh, was the game that put him right. on the map. Okay. Get ready for okay. Joy-Con okay. Monkey Ball. And it's not an it Nintendo got... platform. 
It got played the hell out, but the original Super Monkey Ball was really good. Oh, totally. One and two on GameCube, amazing. Yeah. GameCube launch, man. I, people made f- people were worried about that launch. They were always like, there's no Mario game. But they, they launched with four games, and they were all amazing. What were they? Luigi's Mansion, yep. Super awesome. Monkey Ball, yeah, Star awesome. Wars Rogue Leader, yep. and... Oh, no, NHL wait. Hits? That's it. <laughs> wait, what? Wasn't there an <clears throat> NHL game? No, there was... Um, it was a few weeks later Pikmin came out. It wasn't oh, on launch day. snap. Okay. Yeah. And then by the end, it was like the week... God damn it, Nintendo. It was the week after Christmas that Super Smash Brothers Melee came out. Wait, was it really? <laughs> yeah, it was, Dece- it was December. It, cousins. it wasn't at launch... Uh, but yeah, I, well, yeah. Wave Race so, was also a launch title. Wave Race, there it is. Wave Race, blue, blue something or other. Blue Storm. Yeah. Oh no, it was November. You're right, Connor. It wasn't yeah. launch day, but it was November twenty first. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Dave, anything else that they announced game wise? I know you're pumped about Bomberman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bo- no. Bomberman is fine. I don't begrudge anyone for it. I like Bomberman. Bomberman's great. It is not a game that you spend 30 minutes showing people. Cause because it's, it's freaking Bomberman. Bomberman. It's yeah. Bomberman. It's, that's, that's all it is. It's all you do. You put bombs down, they blow up. Uh, that Square game that they showed after the project. Oct- Octopath! Octopath. I don't know what that is, yeah. but like... Oh, okay. That's oh. an insane squid. Wait, wait, wait. So a, a, a listener yes. actually uh, sent me a link to there is something called uh, it's a it's a Buddhist concept about the eight oh. the eight path journey yes. or something something to that effect. Eightfold. Yeah, the Dharmic yeah. eightfold wheel. path. Yeah. That's it. The eightfold path. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. Yes. So I'm guessing it's it's like a translation issue or a, they're trying to riff on that or something mm-hmm. because the eightfold path traveler that makes sense more than the octopus traveler uh which as we all know is already splatoon um well yeah clearly uh splatoon 2 it's not it's not a half step it's not like an update like mario kart 8 is it's it's a sequel i guess and all it needs to do is get rid of the dumb stuff that they did for the first game. Yes. But I'm still not convinced that they're actually going nope, to do that. because it's Nintendo. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a little scared right now. Yeah, like, I, I'm... i Okay, so Splatoon sold, like, game, on a system that only sold th- th- 13 million units, Splatoon sold, like, what, four? Three or four million? The attach rate is good. insane. Yeah. For, yeah. For, a, for a new game, for a new IP, on a system that nobody owns... <laughs> Like like Sony would kill for that attach rate, um, they would they would pr- actually murder someone, uh, but so so like having that sis- that that game on a system that people will actually want to buy is is cool. Yes, yes. But if they don't fix the issues I had with it, which were the inability to change loadouts uh, without having to completely go back to the to the like, sort of setup screen and then launch into to multiplayer again. And the limit to two maps that rotate every four hours rather than just putting you in a pool of all of the maps, uh, that game is going to have the exact same problems. It's just, it's going to be like, oh, great, I played five matches on the same map in a row. Awesome. I never want to touch this game again. 
Yeah. But hey, I mean, more yeah, Splatoon. I'm probably going to get it either way just because I like Splatoon so, so much. It's, it's, it's funky fresh. fresh. Campaign. Funky, stay fresh. Yes. Always stay fresh. fresh. Yeah, I, man. It has hairstyles now, so, you know. Connor, how did That's you feel? right there. How did you feel about the campaign in the original Splatoon? I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was I. like a Mario shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I, I, wish I wanted was it to be a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. I wanted it to be a little bit beefier. I hope, I hope, I hope we're looking at like Titanfall 2 situation with Splatoon. Yeah. <laughs> wherein what i'm really trying to say is that there's a sp- squid robot that goes with you and gives you eight thumbs up <laughs> and you fall in love with it over the course of the game i no, i like just like just a, a meteor sort of more well-considered uh campaign that's a little bit more about using the unique parts of the the mechanics I, that was the one thing that felt weird about the splatoon campaign to me was that it felt like two very different games yeah. Uh, yeah, playing the playing the single player campaign did not really prepare you in, in any way to play the multiplayer. It just you know it familiarized you with the controls, but mm, mm, yeah. I guess there were those battles against the octolings, but even they didn't actually fight like players would. Man, I, I, I so before we leave the subject of the Switch games and and bring the podcast on home this week, I just want to like say one more time: there is no fucking way that Xenoblade <laughs> Two is coming out. <laughs> Fuck! I'm looking. I'm just sitting here looking at the release list that they like the image that they released of like here are all your 2017 Siberia games. Siberia Three. Like, the only thing that's going to happen with, with with Xenoblade 2 in 2017 is somebody's going to go to a store, buy a box that says Xenoblade 2, and inside will be one of those copies of Steep that they're trying to trick people into <laughs> buying for the Switch. Like, how, how do we all feel about the launch line? Because, <clears throat> like, I've seen a lot I, of complaints that it's, it's kind of weak. Uh, or even just, like, I guess, the lineup for the first year. It, it's hella weak. It's, it's hella weak. weak. It's hella weak. It is. It is much stronger than like week one for the Wii U. I'm sorry. Like I, I like I know that people like Zombie U, but like that was half a game, man. It was. Like, it was half. It, it was better in concept than in practice. Mm-hmm. Better in concept than in practice. And New Super Mario Brothers Wii U and Nintendo Land. Like, New Super Mario Bros. Wii U was fine in the same way that a Panera Bread Bowl is fine. <laughs> you, you, but, like, you made the Panera Bread Bowl of video games right. with that. And Nintendo Land was an embarrassment. Like, Nintendo yeah, Land was, was not good. gaudy and miserable to play. Uh, and, like, yeah. Uh, so, compared to that, having Zelda Breath of the Wild sitting there on day one, that's pretty cool. But, like, even the Wii had frickin'... Excite Truck. I loved Excite Truck. Excite Truck. Okay. Warrior Wear Smooth Moves was like a month or two later. Um, Yeah, there there was a bunch of stuff on launch for Elibits. Remember that game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, Elibits was neat. Yeah, that was when uh, that was when Konami still made made video games like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I yeah I like again. I think looking at this lineup for the first year or two, it's just unrealistic that a lot of these games are going to come out. Yeah, you, uh, okay. You got Zelda. Three you got months Zelda. later, you got Splatoon. You, which, a month uh, later, you've got Mario Kart 8, which... Hell which, yeah. that's... Okay, that's well, nice well, there, if you didn't play the crap out of it before, but and, okay, whatever. There are probably then, a lot of people that didn't, though. 
you know? And then six months later, you get Mario. Yeah, you get Mario. That's, I, and, and this is, again, they, they swear every single time, like, well, we've consolidated our production pipeline. And we're we're gonna get a steadier release of games. Really? So, man, the, the, well, we're, well, this six month gap falls after E three. Yeah, yeah so it does. Okay, that's true. That's, that's a fair. really good point. Yeah, and you're, you're absolutely right. And that's fair. Nintendo over the last couple years has gone from being a company that will promise a game and then release it like after years of delays to being a company that will announce a game and then say that's out three months from now. Yeah, that's true. Or that's out today, like yeah, right. You're right. And yeah, yeah. Splatoon was a really quick turnaround, wasn't it? Yeah, like yeah, they, they yeah, announced yeah. it in March, and it was a year. It, was it a year? No, it was. It, yeah, it was E3 2014. It came out in May of 2015. Right. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, still relatively fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's fast. Uh, and and hell, like Splatoon was already in great shape when they showed it for the very first time at 2014. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, that's true. That, yeah, they had that huge, you know, bank of machines in their booth at E3. It was awesome. I I think that there are two other ports that we'll see at E3 and that will be released this year. I I think that there's no way in hell we don't see Mario Maker for Switch Mm. before Mm -hmm. the year is out. And Smash Brothers, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they'll they'll have an event. They'll have a Smash Brothers event that'll be, you know, to reveal this thing. Uh, <laughs> and I'm hopeful that like indies and virtual console help fill the gaps, but Nintendo's history with virtual console and indies yeah, to an extent just... are is pretty spotty. So, I'm... but here's my thing: if I'm going to play indie games, I'm just going to play them on my PS4. Yeah, or yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but, yes, but oh, this is actually really well suited to me because I I wanted to get Dragon Quest Builders, but I wanted you know, nice graphics and being able to sit back mm. when I wanted to, but I also wanted to be able to take it with me, and that's freaking Switch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Switch. You're absolutely right. Like yep. Valley There's on a Switch. Lot of <laughs> like that. Yeah. That's all exactly. you. That's all you would. Valley, that's yeah. all I would ever do. Is just I would like go and and take it and. I would be the guy driving, playing Sturdy Valley, and then dying. Like, How did he die? <laughs> was, he, was, he was milking a cow and then hit a car. He, he was. He was. You was lifting his two hands with his Joy-Con up and down. Uh, and the the switch was on his dashboard. <laughs> this was a very complicated Tesla. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um, I, I I will play Dragon Quest Eleven on Switch now yes. rather than PlayStation Four. Yep. Like the, the fact that this is going because I can take it with me. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I'll also play Dragon Quest Heroes now. Because Dragon Quest Heroes, I, I I actually like all these sort of Dynasty Warriors Me too. Uh, riffs that Omega Force does because they're all a little different. But like, it's not the kind of game that I'm willing to sit in front of a TV and play like for a long period of mm-hmm. time. Mm. But if my wife is like, now I'm finally going to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer season two after 20 years, I'm finally gonna do it. I will happily sit on the couch and play. Dragon Quest Heroes on my Switch and and bang through endless fights that way. That's the yeah, that's perfect fair. venue for that. That's totally fair. And like, uh, and the thing that I liked about the Vita the most, like even more than just um, having these sorts of like, oh, it's like PS3 games on your Vita, but it wasn't. It was the ability yeah. to have like, <laughs> indie games on the go. Like, like, hey, Super Meat Boy, you can just play that whenever. <laughs> hey, it's Tesla Grad. Hey, it's like all this stuff. Like that, that 
is really cool. And if, like, the Vita's dead. Like, I mean, the Vita means life. So it's never really dead, but the, dead. the Vita's dead. It lives on forever yes. in our I mean, like, you'll have drive gals or whatever it's called. Dri- yeah, drive, dog. Drive gal guns. Stop it. Um, Stop. But yeah, will, now that the Switch exists, will the Japanese perv developer market jump ship from Vita finally? No. 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 I don't think no. Nintendo's no. Nintendo done. Nintendo down with that? Oh, oh, as much no, as, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, well, I guess come on. I guess they Kangra on 3DS. So Doki. answers my question. <laughs> Doki Doki Maho Shinpan. I think if yeah, we okay, have, like, Okay, but are you, RK, are the perv devs going to go to a console with really robust parental controls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because then there will be, like, the clean version. Oh, no, stop <laughs> it. Let's just bring this home. <laughs> yeah, let's let's bring this home. All right, one last thing about the games. Does anybody else find it hilarious that Capcom's willingness to invest in this is like, hey, what do we have lying around? Didn't we make an HD version of Street Fighter 2 that nobody <laughs> liked eight <laughs> years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, plug that shit in there. <laughs> Should we do anything new with it? I don't know. Maybe like a palette. Put a swap two on you. <laughs> Nobody put will a know. two on it. Uh, Let's make it free to play, and just release fighters yeah. that people can oh. buy via microtransactions. Yes. Oh. <laughs> that seems to be the way that most third parties seem to be approaching this. Like EA got on <laughs> stage to talk about their immersive social experience with FIFA. And oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I literally I literally wanted to like apparate to New York City and punch that guy as hard as I possibly could. <laughs> I'm just imagining Pele wandering around in the background. <laughs> it's just like EA does EA recognize that they can't all be the most social game? Like Need for Speed can't be the most social game. When FIFA is already the most social game, and then Mass Effect Andromeda is also the most social game. They can't all be the most social game We've heard ever your made. feedback, <laughs> and we're, we're listening to you, the players. Oh my god. I you just, are the, the most important aspect of the game design team. Oh. You, the players. <laughs> but yeah, like, there is... <laughs> Susan, did you did you ever watch any Homestar Runner when that was still a oh, thing? Oh, God, yeah, of course, way? absolutely. Did you ever see the Cheat Commandos? Yes. When it was like all the little, <laughs> it was like a G.I. Joe spoof, but with all, Cheat was every character. No, oh my God, that sounds amazing. So the I best the was there was like a Cobra Commander cheat, and at the end of every bit they did, he would just go, I just hate you so much! <laughs> and that's every EA presentation I have ever seen. I just hear that screaming in the back of my head. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like their games. Yeah, I like I like EA's and they're games. They're lovely people. They they're, really truly are. Yeah. But like the the company that does their media training needs to like get rid of them, guys. You don't need to act like sound like a humans for one time. Like I don't know. Like EA is what it is. And they put out the games on the platforms they want to. That's fine. But, like, this FIFA thing reeks of... When Andrew House sounds like a natural, loving figure (laughs) in comparison (laughs) to your media presentations, there is a fucking problem. (laughs) Okay. 
Let's just go. <laughs> That's it. Uh, That's it. Everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Uh, keep an eye out for uh, more. There, there are going to apparently be more Switch announcements over the next week. There is going to be a Fire Emblem Warriors Direct on January 18th. Uh, follow us, twitter.com slash gamesradar. You will see... Uh, our handles in the show notes and go to gamesradar.com. We're going to be talking about this thing as much as you are over the next two months. So we will see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Keep Mother 3 Hope alive. It's never going to happen. Give it up. Give it up. <laughs>